Yo, 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 what's up? What's happening, everyone? I am the host, Ryan Allen, and welcome to All In, All Out. I hope that every one of you who's listening right now is having a great day, great end to the week. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, whatever time it may be. I thank all of you for joining this latest edition of All In, All Out. All right, let's get started. So I saw in the news earlier this week, specifically on the 13th, where Cambridge University officially changed their definition of man and woman. And let me and let me read their definition of a man first. An adult who lives and identifies as male, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. Now for a woman. An adult who lives and identifies as female, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. (sighs) What an abomination. Seriously, the gall of universities and other so-called scholars that change definitions. Why? So it could fit your narrative. So it could fit the narrative of these evil enterprises and hospitals and psychologists and doctors to the point where we don't even call women who are pregnant, pregnant women. We say, or at the very least, Society says pregnant people because there could be men who become women just by saying, oh, I'm a woman, dress like a woman, take pills and whatnot. So now we need to cater to those people and come up with a new term saying pregnant people. This is the world we live in, ladies and gentlemen. Now, even though I know know the truth about a man and a woman, this is what causes confusion where we don't have consistencies in society. Even to the basic fundamentals of definitions because many people will look at said definition and then go with it. That's why I strongly recommend people to use Merriam-Webster Dictionary 1832. I think it's 32. Let me me make sure I get the, (laughs) the year right. Merriam-Webster, 1828. 
because that's source of definitions of dictionary, excuse me, will be the most accurate definition for whatever word you are finding. Now, I'm not saying I'm against Google because I use Google from time to time, but my primary source is Merriam-Webster 1828. Now, I'm not going to get into... Oh, a man supposed to be a man, a woman is supposed to be a woman. That's obvious. That's common sense. I'm not going to get into that. But something else happened lately that I want to touch on. And that's the, the law that passed. I, it must have happened within the last two weeks. Same-sex marriage. It's officially passed within the United States. And it, it's, it's interesting because back in 1996, Bill Clinton, he passed the Defense of Marriage Act. And when he signed it, it banned federal recognition of same-sex marriage by limiting the definition of marriage to the union of one man and one woman. It further allowed states to refuse to recognize same-sex marriages granted under the laws of other states. Now, obviously, since the Biden administration passed the same-sex marriage, Act, which I just said is the was the Defense of Marriage Act, is now officially vetoed. So, why am I bringing these two subjects up? Why am I talking about them today? Because in this world, things change, things come and go. From, for example, many examples, we used to have cars that were carbureted ran. Now we have fuel injectors. The majority of vehicles back in the day were manual transmissions. Now most things are automatic to the point where a car can drive itself on the road. I recall when my, my sister had a, a, a rental and it was the it was a newer version of her car and on that car it was a it was a Subaru Forester and in that car it had an option to where the vehicle could drive automatically and I <laughs> I remember being in the car and as the vehicle was swerving towards the left, it shifted itself instantly back in the middle of the lane. And when I saw that and I felt that, I, I said to myself, oh, ain't no way I'm having a vehicle that can do that. Because that's dangerous. To put your life in the hands of a robot. It, essentially, it's a robot. <laughs> Another example... 
back in the day, we used to have TVs with the big fat back. Do y'all remember that? The big fat back. Now we have flash screen TVs that require a fire stick, pretty much. Remember cable when it was prominent? Now you don't even need a cable wire. You can get your Netflix, your Hulu. Oh, don't even get me started with Blockbuster and VHS tapes and DVD players. <laughs> I'm outdating myself. Even, even laws and different diagnosis, diagnostic. Where uh, at one point, if you were considered a, a homosexual, you had a mental illness. And even word verbiage. Back when I was going to junior high, if you were called the R word, eh, wasn't a big deal. But now, if you get called the R word, you might get suspended. So things change. Things evolve over time. People want to call it progressing. I'm here to tell you, all of you something today. Here's the point of today's show. Today's episode. The word of God never changes. It never has. And it never will. The word of God is from everlasting to everlasting. The word of God is consistent. So people who want to create their own revelation, people such as the seven-day Adventists, the word of God never changes. There's no new revelation. No, absolutely not. You know what the revelation is? Jesus came to save us from our sins that we be made whole and live out our days to serve Yeshua and the Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. That's the revelation in a nutshell, to put it in layman's terms. And just to give you some scriptures to back up that point, let me read... Malachi 3.6. And, and to give this context in Malachi, essentially, is Malachi prophesying about the second coming of Jesus and the Lord commanding to the Jews to return to him by paying their tithes and offerings, assuring the righteousness that their efforts to serve him. That's essentially, essentially what the chapter is about. But in Malachi verse, verse 6, chapter 3. For I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore you, O children of Jacob, are not consumed. That's example number one. 
Example number two. John 1.1, one of the Gospels. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. So, case in point. In the beginning was the word of God, the gospel, and all things, last clause, all things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. That just goes to show that since he was from the beginning, and going back to Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, that I am the Lord, I never change. That goes to tell, that shows me that the word of God doesn't flip the script. It doesn't twist things. Third example. Third example. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Mic drop. And it's because I'm courteous. Let me share Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8. The grass withers, the flower fades. But the word of our God, speaking to born-again Christians, will stand forever. Hallelujah. Remember that song by Jay-Z? I don't condone Jay-Z, but I, I, (laughs) I remember a song that he had on one of his albums, and it was called Never Change. Do you remember that? That's right. And that's Jesus Christ. That's the word of God. It never changes. Let me play that part again. Never change. It never changes. It's consistent. So you people out there that are looking up to these idols, the athletes, the celebrities... Your mom, your dad, your boyfriend, your husband, whatever it may be, the government, these politicians, don't look up to those people. The ultimate person you're supposed to look up to is Jesus Christ and his heavenly father, God. Because people will change their opinions. People will evolve. People will flip the script. People will bow down to certain pressures 
because of the situation. They will negatively change what they believe for money. But the word of God will never change. And that's why we must serve God. We must serve Jesus Christ. We must carry our cross daily and follow him. Carry his cross daily and follow him. One or the other. I don't remember off the top of my head. But the point is to follow him. Because Jesus is the answer. Jesus is consistent. Jesus never changed. He never flipped the script. He never... He never changed his character to appease anyone, to appease the Pharisees. And here's the scripture real quick. Luke 9, chapter 23. And he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. Okay. So So it was his cross daily. Okay. Follow him. Follow Jesus. Because he never changes. Don't you want to follow someone who's consistent? You know what a consistent person is? It has integrity. You can trust that person. You can depend on that person. You can't depend on someone who's inconsistent and you don't know whether, well, you're not sure whether they're going to show up or show out. That you're not sure if, if they're going to come when they need you, when they ask for you, and they give you responses. Oh, I totally forgot. A consistent person doesn't do that in, in righteousness. Let me put it in context. Because they're consistently doing wrong. They're just a wrong person. But when it comes to righteousness, Jesus was the perfect example. That's why I say the laws may change. People's philosophies may change. People's doctrine may change. But the truth And the matter of it all, the word of God will never change. And that's a fact. And that's all all I got for today. I thank all of you for listening. I thank all of you for tuning in today. Please like and subscribe. Leave a five-star rating if you desire. Leave a comment if you desire. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, stay blessed and stay well balanced. Thank you.